0: Boss will be with you always, ladies and welcome back to 20th Century Geek. I'm your regular host Scott Weatherly, and we're back for some more Jackie Chan action. let to do it. I am joined by Jack. Jack, how are you doing? You okay? I'm great, thank you. I mean, I'm obviously sad
1: to we're recording in February, so I'm sad to have said goodbye to Jackie chanry
0: Yeah, but I'm yeah. glad
1: that you and I are going to continue that journey way past the month of January because we're going to keep coming back and and talking every few weeks about jackie chan so i'm kind of extending it out which is great news
0: it's great yeah and you know this has been the full police story well the original police story the sort of like the original um four and the spin-off uh, of mm. super cop so yeah it's all kinds of things but yes right now we are here for police story 2 or police story part 2 mm. um the continuation of the story from uh police story sort of <laughs> um yes uh th- this was released in 1988 um and does again sort of follow sort of Hong Kong super cop, uh Jackie Chan. <laughs> what is Jackie? <laughs> um, if ever ever there was an actor that could just turn up in a film and just be called by his name. Amazing. Um, in this case, uh, two sort of stories are taking place. Um, Jackie is now being demoted um because of the actions at the end of the last film and the and the sort of the consequences of both the driving through a uh Hong Kong. Uh, slum town and demolishing a shopping center. So he is now on um, traffic duty. Mm. Um, but he's also, but he is being taunted by the criminals that he put away at the end who have been released um, and sort of taunted and sort of followed around. But more than that, a gang of um Bombers are going around bombing sort of property, and they're trying to extort money from the property owners. And Jackie is the only person that can track them down. So yeah, this is this is, this is a good one. But uh, let's get into it, Jack. What are your initial thoughts then on Police Story Part Two?
1: I think it doesn't have the instantly iconic moments like the first one does. We spoke a lot, didn't we, about like the opening and mm. the closing and how they're pretty perfect. Like we wouldn't change anything about them. I don't think it has anything that ever reaches those heights per se. Mm. But I think as a film, it's consistently better. I think it's a better made movie. I think it has a consistency about its story. Although I agree with you, it's kind of two hours meshed together somewhere. But at least each hour has a consistency to it as well. Yes. Yeah, I think it's a better movie overall, actually. If I was going to go back and watch one or the other, I mm-hmm. would go back and watch
0: Police Story two mm. before I'd watch Police Story one. I think as a movie. Oh, okay, interesting. I, I can sort of I can see what you're saying, and there's definitely that thing of this definitely feels like a more well rounded mm. story, where the first one was, as we sort of said, was kind of like set up to be a stunt fest, wasn't it? It was sort of like yeah. ten minutes of talk, you know, of, of sort of drama followed by, you know, a set piece, and some of them mm. felt a little bit shoehorned in. This has some of that, I'm not gonna lie. Um, but I do agree to an extent that the story sort of fits together and, and it sort of has the consequences. What's I think is interesting as well at the very beginning, because although this is the age of VHS, I suppose, but it wants you to remember like you know <laughs> oh, yeah. some of the stuff that happened in the past film. So it's like it's like you know, a rocky montage. It is, I was gonna say, so the first sort of like five to seven minutes is literally just a <laughs> montage. <laughs> Of the first film. <laughs> and it's kind of good. You do watch and you go, oh, yeah, no, that was nice. I really enjoyed that. Um, but it's it, what I like is it's sort of it knowingly then wants to sort of subverse itself by having then Jackie Chan presented as being told off. So it's sort of mm. like it has this, because it uses the same music, dun, 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 and you get the car going through the slum and all the stunts and everything. And then it's basically Jackie's been pulled up by his superiors for everything. You've just gone, oh, that's awesome. Um, and he's been made a traffic cop. So instead of going for the big opening, they kind of want to sort of um, subvert themselves by by starting smaller, and it kind of works. I kind of like it as an idea. So yeah, I think
1: it's really interesting. Like we spoke last time about the how this fits in with the trend of Hollywood movies, and I think this is really like anti Hollywood. Mm. We are holding you accountable for all that shit you just did. Yeah, and at this time, we definitely weren't seeing that in. In the Hollywood movies, you know, as much as I love Die Hard, it's my favourite film of all time. You know, there's no accountability for for John McClane. For they they kind of threaten it, don't they? At the end, like McClane, we're going to get you for all of this, and so none of that carries on. The Lethal Weapons well not between one and two anyway. There's no accountability. Interesting, Lethal Weapon three kind of steals this idea.
0: Well, three three does it, but has to have action at the beginning for them to be mm. told off four. because that's
1: the exploding the, multi-story car park? Yeah, or? that's it, with a bomb mm.
0: in, the, in the bottom of the car park and the cat and all that sort of thing. So yeah. they have to sort of, yeah, because what's funny is what you say, at the end of two, you'd think they would be. They literally killed someone by dropping a shipping container on them and it caused an international <laughs> incident. So they should really have been pulled up for that. But that's besides the point. Uh, so yeah no I like that that this has consequences it mm. feels like a sequel like, this literally is a follow on from, from that film it's not just another adventure um, and so you get a lot of the same characters you know he's got May is back as his girlfriend and the police squad are there sort of like backing him as well so um,
1: yeah there's the inspector and there's Bill wasn't there I don't, I yeah. don't know what Bill's title is but Bill's back as well yeah
0: yeah he's he <laughs> not his boss but like not mm. I'm not entirely sure um, but yeah, I like all the characters. So once they're introduced and you sort of see him, and he's fired, and all this other stuff, or you know, eventually he'll be fired. But the police, I'm like, oh, cool. This feels, mm. you know, like a continuation. I enjoy it. Um, you do get what's interesting as well is they tease that there's going to be a big stunt fest at the beginning mm. of the film. So I want to call this out. So when he's on his motorbike and you have it, and it's sort of. It almost is like a hero shot, you know, and sort of stuff. And then you see these big lorries and they're weaving amongst each other and they're doing this thing as they get into the motorway. And he pulls them over and they get a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> it feels a little bit kind of like Mad Maxi, doesn't
1: it? Like, yeah. Or these, yeah, like you said, these heavy duty like trucks. They're doing some sort of weird street, fast and furious street race between them. I'm not sure what's going on. Yeah, yet. I love it. And you're right, the the camera's like down by his ankle, isn't it? And then it's panning around. And Jackie's off on his bike. Yeah, it's brilliant. And it has that real, I guess it's in, here it's in keeping with how this movie started. Mm. This sense of almost kind of going against your expectations, as you said, subverting it, not get, giving you what you expect. The first movie opened up with this massive scene. This one, ah, you thought you were going to get it again, but
0: yeah. not this time. That's it. It keeps wanting to sort of, it keeps setting you up to think you're going to get something like that, and then it's mm. like no, 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 not this time. Um, So I, I do like that. I do think it's it's, you know, I lo- it, it's almost like there's a cheeky smile to it there's a cheeky wink mm. to this film Th- throughout i think mm. it does it, it does it throughout um but then it quickly sort of like goes from um from there and starts to build up again you meet may and then, you know there's all these sort of bits and pieces it's, a lot of the drama sort of is again as always a little bit inconsequential it's sort of just there to facilitate other things um, yeah, I
1: feel for Maggie Chung slightly. She's always gets the kind of weakest elements of the movies, doesn't she?
0: Yeah, so, no, I agree.
1: Yeah. Uh, I feel a bit sorry for her that she's she's often given quite a bit to do, but I think your word there is perfect. It's inco- inconsequential. Like nothing really ever comes of it for the first hour of this anyway.
0: Yes. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and you know, what I would say is about um a Maggie Chung in this one to, to sort of, was it? She she does do more in this mm. than she did in mm. the first. The first one was just sort of like her putting cake and stuff in Jackie's face and then sort of moaning a lot. That was it. She sort of has her own stunts in this film. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and so like, To the extent that I read that she basically
1: couldn't finish the filming because she got so badly yeah. injured in one of the stunts, yeah.
0: Which I think you see in the credits, maybe. I think there's, mm. a, there's a few bits. But even like she crashed, there's like a running, it almost this is something I was going to bring up, but she crashes a moped at one point mm-hmm. and she like, flies off it onto the front of the car. And you're like, man, you actually are going like stunt wise. You know, you're, mm-hmm. you're trying to sort of keep up and that's you know, admirable. Um. So yeah. So, yeah, but then they get taunted by the, the, the criminals that have obviously been released. One of them has been released because, and this is weird. He's released because he's got a terminal illness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's still there to taunt Jackie. Um and his sidekick is going to repeatedly turn up and sort of, I don't. You're gonna to need to explain this one to me because I watched it. This is just like the second or third time I've seen this film, and the guy that's been turning up to basically sort of like taunt Jackie me. and May. I still don't understand, like the motivation behind all of it. <laughs>
1: I think he's just—I mean, he's just like a hired gun, isn't he? Because I think he says towards he the end, like, "I'm, yeah. I'm just because I'm being paid." Like, don't hurt me anymore. But I don't but, know um, why.
0: But I don't know why the
1: guy's paying him to do it. No, I, and uh, other than I guess because there's an interesting moment slightly earlier. I think when uh, Jackie Chan's characters—they put some labels on him. It's like he's unorthodox, he's hot-headed, he's impulsive. So I guess you know it's out there that he is this kind of character. So maybe. Like you said, this boss, which has been released, is hoping for him to Lose continue his job, I to, yeah, yeah, exactly, to continue to make these mistakes as he does at the end of the first one, or he loses his head, doesn't he? And he does it in the first hour of this movie when he's been mm. and it's harassment is the right word. It's like blatant harassment and threat. <laughs> oh yeah, I was going like, to say. Oh, if yeah. you move, then I'll just follow you, and I'll just keep going wherever you go. Like it, it's it's not subtle the harassment that he's doing. So, yeah, I think, I guess that's the motivation because he can't do anything else, can he? No. He's, when we do see him, he is very kind of end of his life, palliative care.
0: Later on. Yeah. yeah. So I'll take it, let's just take it as that, then he's doing it basically to sort of try and make Jackie suffer. Mm. Um, But because that, that sort of feels, I mean, that, that, it's not even like an instigator for anything. Mm. Like it doesn't trigger anything else. It results in some relatively good. Um, fight scenes, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay, it facilitates a couple of those, but it doesn't. Again, it like you said before, it's like two hours sort of stuck together a little bit, isn't it? Um, <laughs> because he does lose his job um, because of it, doesn't he? Well, he resigns, but yeah, because mm-hmm. they're not going to back him and stuff, and he's been beating this guy up. And I do like this. This does come to one of my favorite moments where they uh, he stands, he comes out of the office. He's you know he's he's, he's basically quit. He comes at the office and the guy, this sort of uh, rat-faced bastard, is sort of there and he's sort of saying, I'll see you all, he's I'll you all. Yeah, and he's broken one lens of his glasses and this is the <laughs> the running gag. And then Jackie basically lays him out. But you don't see it because two guys, right, a whiteboard gets sort of like drawn across it so the chief doesn't see it. And then when the whiteboard's gone, everyone gathers around so you can't see the guy unconscious <laughs> on his desk. Um it, it almost felt like police squad level mm. parody mm. at times. Mm. Um, but I'm still chuckling at this film. I'm enjoying... Uh, I am enjoying the comedy and I'm enjoying the sort of like you know, when it sort of kicks. But I'm waiting for the big mm. the big moment. Um, I think in general, the
1: comedy works better in this.
0: Yes, I would say so.
1: only really one moment, I think, when it tips over into that criticism we had of the last one where, you know scenes went on too long and the comedy was a bit too slapstick and juvenile and it wasn't creative enough. There's one scene like that I can think of in this, but the other comedy I think the one you mentioned May trying to tip the bucket of water over the mm. balcony, that is still a little bit slapsticky
0: and a, a little bit. But it's good slapstick, it's well timed yeah. slapstick, it feels, yeah. it feels more um, natural, it's better well it's, it's much more well timed, So it feels yeah. like, you know, it's inevitable, but I agree. It it still makes me chuckle.
1: And the running joke of the guy. Like you're right And there's lots of these little moments. I'm sure we'll get to as keep talking through the movie. Like, but there, but there are little moments that as you mm. said, kind of get you chuckling, and get you laughing rather than trying to, I think trying to force a laugh, which is the first movie spent way too long trying to do.
0: Yes, I agree. I think that's, that's the difference, isn't it? This feels a bit more like this one definitely feels more relaxed mm. in general from a, because obviously Jackie Chan directed it as well. Um, and it definitely feels a bit more. This is several years later. It's several films later. This feels a bit more confident and a bit more comfortable with mm. integrating the action and the the comedy and you know the story. Um. But again, I, I like the fact that like this film. One of the things I like that this film does repeatedly. Actually, we've talked about it sort of the beginning. Um, it also is it subverts Like you say, it subverts Hollywood and. But also film expectations throughout. Like we'll, we'll come across others as we go. Um. But yeah, it comes to sort of like you know Jackie and May are sort of the main focus for the first part. He's quit. He tells her he's resigned. She's very happy, uh, and, so, and they're going shopping. They're going to a shopping centre. Um, yeah, to
1: get uh to buy a flight, isn't it, to go on holiday together? Yeah, they're going to yeah.
0: go on holiday, and and so I think they're going to go to Bali, um, or something like that, and um. But whilst there all of a sudden he sees some some police officers he's known and they say, you know, can you give us a hand? We've been we've been told there's a there's a bomb threat come through and we're not really sure what to do. They know what to do, but no one's willing to make the decision to mm. evacuate the place. And Jackie does. So Jackie's like, like, kind of like eh. <laughs> what are we gonna lose? Yeah. Um and May gets it gets annoyed. But it, this is where I was I was gonna tap into the of the, the lethal weapon thing. So you have them evacuate. The chief turns up and he's like, "Who made this decision?" and, and all this other stuff. And the police, even the sort of the fire brigade, like the, you know, there's no fire bombs. <laughs> I love that the police, like the bomb squads, like, oh, sorry, the the fire brigade, is sort of like, um, <laughs> bombs aren't our problem. Yeah, fair and enough. I'm, and I'm kind of like, yeah, they're kind of everybody's problem, but like, I appreciate what you're saying. Um, the bomb squad turns up, and then a little boy or little girl comes, like drops a a red ball. Mm-hmm. And then there's this slow motion scene of this ball. I like, knew you were
1: going to talk about this. I've <laughs> got
0: my own note about it. I knew it was going to come up. And I, in my head, I was like, "Oh, we're going to get a massive scene. Jackie's going to get blown <laughs> through a window, and all this other stuff." And then he picks it up and walks out. <laughs> and again, the, he successfully pulls the rug out from under you. Mm. And I was just like, "I was like, well done, Jackie Chan. Well done. That's a well orchestrated, you know, rug pull right there."
1: Agreed. It made me think, having listened to, you know, some of your criticisms of Zack Snyder and particularly of uh, Rebel Moon, Mm. how, like, sometimes Snyder uses slow-mo and you can't quite fathom why. Yeah. Why is this moment? Like, this isn't, like, slow-mo when it's done right, we know, like, a really cool moment or much like Jackie Chan repeating a scene over and over and over. We Mm -hmm. want to see that slowly or over and over and over. Sometimes, Snyder, you just kind of left scratching your head wondering why. This is that, but done for clever subversion comedic yes. purposes. It understands why it's using the slow-mo rather than using the slow-mo because it's a gimmick.
0: Yeah. I think that's the difference. I 100%. I 100% agree. This is Jackie Chan having watched lots and lots of uh, Hollywood action films mm. and gone, I know what you want, and I'm not going to give it to you. <laughs> um it is then followed by a massive explosion because the the shopping center does blow up and it looks great. I mean, it mm. looks. I'm not going to. There's a couple of explosions and scenes in this, but and they look uh, ace. Um, and so, yeah, we we do get sort of what we want in that sense. But it, I like the fact that I say it's it's pulled the pulled the rug a little bit. So I'm feeling mm. sort of comfortable in this film. But we'll and talk- I think when the action is there, it is up to par. I think
1: it's mm-hmm. it's more, it's a bit more brief. I think all the time in this movie, but I think. You know, like I said, when we get the exposure and we get a significant one towards the end of the movie, mm. when we get those, that's where the money's gone in this movie, isn't it? Because I think the action yeah. is fast-paced, it's well-directed, it's, of course, well-choreographed, but lasts
0: a minute or two max each time. I think that's that's why it works. It's sort of... Yeah, it's interesting because I think, you know, we get to a scene sort of following this you know he gets back on you know they're trying to decide like who can do mm. this who can take on his case um and they sort of use like almost like reverse psychology to get jackie to to take the case again another fun scene where the chief and and, and superintendent on and the superintendent and the chief inspector and bill, bill um, his <laughs> name is bill because i just want to note, like yeah because um jackie chan playing jackie and then actually yeah bill bill tongue is the actor playing bill wong like they're really they're, they're really not <laughs> too sort of like you know not going to push the boat out um they have this great conversation where they're like oh well what what do we do how do we know how do we investigate this and then he jumps in and says well there's only three kinds of explosives that could be done at like this and dynamite's a controlled substance and there's a and he basically takes them through it and also and then all of a sudden he's like what you know feels he's been pulled into it and then he's because of everything he's missed his plane. Mm. Um and so he ends up having to he ends up sort of going undercover and, and doing all this other stuff.
1: get another good gag, because May's still on the plane. Yeah. So they but he gets called off the plane, doesn't he? Like a uh a hostess, an air steward comes yes. and drags him off. He's got all the passports and all the paperwork. And he's have in like an interview room with him, isn't he? Like mm. discussing all of this. And he comes back to saying, like, I know I'm not going to get involved. I've got a plane's and catch. And literally the plane's yes. taken off. So again, like another, another as you said, almost like police academy, police squad, like a gun style, silly gag, but mm. totally works in the moment.
0: Oh, 100 percent I think, yeah, they're all timed well in okay. this one, which is why I think it works. Um and it pays off as well. Like, you know, it's one of those where, like, you know, it could have gone. One way, you know, but it'll go another. Like they make good choices, I think, in this. Um, yeah,
1: and helps to remove. I mean, I don't mean this in a critical way of the actress, but it helps to remove May for a little while as well. A logical choice mm. could be sort of needed now. We need a stretch where he's getting back into the job and he's getting drawn back in, and not not constantly flitting between those two worlds. So again, like a gag that works in the moment, but also at, serves a further purpose.
0: Mm. Yes, it does, um, and we, you know, we then get the, because um, we, 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 what thing we have said, we haven't talked about a fight scene yet.
1: No, there was just that one brief one when he goes to see is it John Coe, the guy that's been harassing him in the restaurant, isn't it? Just that yeah. one, which is good. good. I've got to say, It's it a smashing good. glass. I noticed.
0: Yeah, it was meant it,
1: to be a. I think an it's like an, to... I thought
0: it's in our minds to the end. One. It's very brief. It has some mm. good stunts in it, and it ends with a a, tr- like a, a small truck driving mm. through the restaurant. But um, yeah, it's not. It it it's not epic enough to me to go. Oh yeah, it's just that. It, like it 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 feels like a, a well done fight scene. But there's there's a couple mm. of bits in it. But um, there's, there's there is one coming up that I was really impressed with. Like I really enjoy. I think you know you'll know which one it is, and we'll get to it. Um, but yeah, they do this investigation. They've got to go like plant a bug in
1: mm. uh,
0: in this office, and I was. <laughs> it has a fart gang in a, in a in a in a lift
1: that's the only one which feels a bit yeah The story one
0: yeah where i was like this yeah this didn't need this but Mm -hmm. like i think it almost feels a bit like because um it doesn't serve any purpose and it doesn't really it it doesn't kind of work um
1: yeah no i guess it leads on to later doesn't it bill's got a bad stomach from something he's eaten yeah but in that moment yeah it's very much like you know lie lie kind of does that joke when he's in the lift, and it was me, yeah, and that that works quite well. that. I mean, it's, you know, that is much more silly and slapstick. Yeah, there's something about this joke that doesn't work, and I think it's even greater highlighted by uh, immediately after when Jackie's hiding in the boardroom, and there you have this kind of like comedy, situational comedy, don't you? Mm. Kind of farcical, and that's clever and inventive. And and then a moment ago, it was the most base fart joke with almost like a iTunes sound button for the fart yeah
0: I thought the same I thought that like this sounds like an app this is someone with Mm -hmm. with a fart gag kind of thing yeah um so yeah but again all this stuff like planting the bog and doing the bits and pieces like that's all still working you know Mm -hmm. and I think it's a credit to this film that we're not I'm not sat there going I wish there was a fight scene you know Mm -hmm. I wish there's like I'm enjoying the story as it goes um Because they are now obviously investigating the explosion and and they're investigating the company that that, that owns the property. Um, Mm -hmm. That's sort of the direction of it all going. But one of the things is they've obviously, they then utilise the subplot at this point. So the thing that sort of started the film becomes sort of a subplot of these Mm -hmm. people harassing him. I'm trying to think of the order. I'm sure this is the order. And it ends up with the fight scene because we then meet that May's come back. Yeah. She was deported. And I like that again. Like, you know, she's all wet. She's in the rain. She was deported because he had her passport. Mm-hmm. Um, So, you know, it works and she's still angry with him and all sort of stuff. And the thing is, I would say that May May and Jackie's relationship in this works interestingly as well. Like, May... May, I'm kind of proud of May about being in this by the mm-hmm. end of the film because she's sort of like... She you know, she, she they've uh, they've been followed and she's moved out and then they've been followed to her her aunt's house. Is it mum or aunt's aunt, house? Yeah. Mum's house. Her yeah, mum's apartment, the threats have continued. She's you know, but even like I say, Maggie Chung has had some good moments, she's done some relative, some minor stunts and stuff. But throughout this, like, she is rightfully pissed at Jackie mm. for getting back in the job and for doing all of other stuff. And eventually she'll be like, I'm kinda of done with this. Yeah. And So the fact she does this is the
1: scene, isn't it? Isn't it where she sort yeah. of says, "This is this is the final straw. Like, I've I've had it." She has good agency, I agree, and a really well um, designed scene because hmm. it happens in the male locker room and the showers. So there's loads of guys <laughs> yeah. who are like naked, like literally yeah. naked, like quickly covering themselves up, and all this kind of stuff going on as she is taking agency for herself and saying, like, none of this macho bullshit anymore none of this like you're in charge actually bill gets called out for being a chauvinist
0: yes uh,
1: for being almost a little bit misogynistic in in this scene as well so there's it's a really cleverly choreographed and designed scene in that way and that she's literally surrounded by men and she's saying like i'm done with this life i'm done with you and and this world it's great
0: but there's also the other thing is the may in the first film in that situation, would have realised she's in a men's locker room and gone ooh and ran off. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah in absolutely. this one, she's like, "No, I'm done. Like, you're all idiots. This is ridiculous." <laughs> and I, I kind of so I'm I'm pleased that they gave her that May something in this film. Mm. Um, and then is this? Yeah, does this when we get to the playground scene? If I think this yeah. is the
1: yeah. So then he sort of yeah she essentially breaks up them, doesn't she? And then we get yes. this weird. Woody Allen-esque montage after this with them two sitting on the steps in a park with, uh, over the course of like an afternoon, Mm. not talking to each other essentially and like the light changing around them and the scene changing around them. Not quite, um, what's the word? Not like a time-lapse, not quite time-lapse. but
0: No.
1: But clearly. It's just cuts,
0: doesn't it? Sort of like, yeah. yeah.
1: And then you're right, then John Coe and and the gang come to get them.
0: And this, I'm, I'm, I like this. Yes, and he comes with a bunch of guys, and I like this scene. I think this scene is is again, you know, this is this is um, pure Jackie Chan. This is mm. oh, I've got a playground. Let's use <laughs> what we've got. And some of this scene is bone crunchingly painful to watch. Um, yeah,
1: the inventiveness of as we can, you know, I think people if they haven't seen it, they can probably imagine this in their mind now. Of like, what can Jackie Chan do? in a a playground, the inventiveness of how he uses all the climbing frames and the slides and the objects all around him. But you're right, not in a childish way, in a total ass-whipping way.
0: Yeah, there's a a scene where a guy gets kicked and he sort of flies backwards and he sort of folds up and goes between two of the steps in the climbing (laughs) frame and not like gracefully, like he hits it and then like falls through.
1: Much like about those two guys we said about the bu- in the bus scene in the police story. How like mm. that looks painful. Get the stretchers for them. Yeah, several of these guys are being carried off on a stretcher too.
0: Yes, 100 percent. There's a couple of like yeah people landing awkwardly and stuff, rolling away from it. It's done. It is. It is brutal and it is done very very well. Um, bone crunching, but it's, it's fun and that's the thing. It's mm. you know it's well timed. It's well choreographed. You say it's fun to watch. And it's Jackie sort of doing his thing. And the, one thing that I like is, like, one of the things I like about Jackie Chan fight scenes, I've realized is, although Jackie is the star, there's still no ego. Mm. He'll beat them mm-hmm. and stuff, but it's not like, he's not like coming in and just sort of decimating everybody. Like Mm -hmm. there will be a bit of that probably in some films and some scenes, but like he takes a kicking in this. Like he'll take hits and he'll make mistakes and it's just like doing things by the skin of his teeth. Like that's the Mm. point, isn't it?
1: That's really interesting. I'm going to read my note word for word here. Jackie Chan has always make sure he isn't untouchable, even if he's ultimately unbeatable. I think that's exactly right. Again, like, not quite wrestling, but he has to kind of be knocked down to get back up, to look like he's going to lose. To It has that almost kind of like storytelling sense within his fights too, like wrestling does.
0: 100%. I, and this is where I actually watched, and you know, it's not in this retrospective, but I know you've seen it as well. Um, I watched Armour of God mm-hmm. last night. Um, and so I've watched that as well, sort of, and watch it. And one of the things I realised, sort of, to seeing him do a lot of the stunts in that is and that cuz that has similar ideas and there's some amazingly like, inventive fight scenes in that um but he obviously was raised in a chinese uh, or hong kong um uh, opera school so you know, it was all about the dancing all about the gymnastics all about that sort of thing you know the discipline and all that kind of thing but in the in the service of telling mm-hmm. a story mm-hmm. that was a part of the opera so I think it's always been there in him, hasn't it? That this idea of you can tell a story through performative, you mm. know, dance or gymnastics, like it's it's there. Um, and so, I think, yeah, like just like wrestling, as you say, not, and I think it's a real credit to him that when he when he does choreograph these these fights, they they are there to tell a story and to make you feel like, oh my god, you know, this is not just a, a you know. A uh, bone cruncher, there's a sort of a purpose of a lot of things he does, and he's going to use the sort of scenery compared to say <laughs> any of the major Hollywood action stars where, you know. I think I'd be interested to think about that. Like, you know, because again, I think about like The Raid and Raid 2 as another example. Or mm. um there's a couple of others uh where it's clear that people you know martial artists even sort of like Scott Adkins does it when it's a true martial artist they know how to sort of like take it up bring it down take it up bring it down mm. like they know how to sort of you know use the stakes but when you go back to those original action stars it was just like up, 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 up kind of thing <laughs> um so yeah no it's it's, it's, it's good though. and I love that one you've said that I love the way you said that sort of that's uh you know which uh, what did you say sort of no, he's oh, he's, not...
1: He isn't untouchable, but he's ultimately unbeatable.
0: Yeah, yeah love that. It's a great line.
1: And um... I think Atkins is is the inheritor of that. I mean, you know, I love the state, but I mean, I think mm. he's fallen into that trap later in his career, having joined the Fast and Furious franchise of this. You know, if I get punched five times, I've got to punch them five times. And yeah, exactly. shit That supposedly goes on their contracts there. I still like those movies, but there's mm. a lot of that stuff which takes away from it a little bit. But like, yeah, Atkins again is happy to get his ass handed to him. I mean, in, the, in his latest movie, in that one more shot which I watched recently, mm. he, um, his character literally gets knocked out and he gets he loses the fight. But because there's so much else going on, you know, he's got the time to kind of recover, recover and, and get that. back into it. So yeah, he's more than happy to, yeah. to, to 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 take a beating too, as long as he wins in the
0: end, of course. Yeah, that's the point. But you need you sort of <laughs> need that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you need that possible vulnerability to to hmm. to to increase the stakes. And I think Jackie Chan knows that, you know. And he will increase the stakes. Um so you know this is a good fight scene. Hmm. It ends with the usual thing of um the guy with the glasses what's his name, John um John Coe. John Coe, that's see yeah. I think his glasses like he tries to run away, runs into a sign and breaks his glasses again. <laughs> like it's a it's it's kind of it's a fun running gag, I've got to say it's a it's a you know um it does work well. Um, so beyond that, though, this is where the film starts to sort of switch up. Mm-hmm. So you, you, it feels a little bit like we've kind of dealt with that story, and we're now going to focus in on the the um, uh, the bombers and, and, and yeah. all that.
1: Because this is when he meets the rest of the team, isn't it? There's already mm. like a team that's been assembled, who clearly all know each other and have done other missions together. I love this like, team. Oh, they're great! Absolutely, yeah. They're great.
0: amazing. I want to film with this. This is what I was like, they need a spin-off. Like this is mm. the, this is the one I want to spin off of. Like this cool Hong Kong police squad. I was like, I want these. Um... Yeah,
1: they are. Yeah, they're all of them. And actually, considering they don't really have names or they don't really have any key moments of action as such, everyone has enough character in the bits that they do. Whether it's their costume yeah. design or the way they say a line or yeah, each of them like. As you said, maybe not have a movie of their own, but I would definitely have watched a team a series movie series of movies about this. Yeah, yeah little, oh,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, they're, they're great.
0: There, they're, yeah, it was, and and again, you know, talking about, um, could we said about the last film was, you know, had that sort of like misogynistic overtones, and the rape joke in it was, is, is not aged well, wasn't even good at its time, mm. you know, that sort of thing. This film definitely is leaning. There's, there's, and There's We're going to get to Supercop next, and mm. you know we'll talk about that when we get to it. But there's definitely this more leaning into giving women agency because of the of the this police squad that we meet, and I, even that their leader, like the guy who sort of runs it, is. I couldn't get. Um, have you seen Cowboy Bebop? I have not. No. Right. Yeah, it was just as a character in that, and I was just, he was just like that. He just felt like an anime character. Like, I know these mm-hmm. are Hong Kong and that's Japanese, but like that just sort of like Asian cool. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, you go, oh man, you're cool. Like, you're just sort
1: like, of. <laughs> it's a bit of an infernal affairs for me. There, yes. Like the departed um, Yeah, inspiration, yeah, or the, the movie which the departed made. Again, that has that kind of like coolness about mm. it. And these guys have a coolness about them, definitely. Yeah.
0: Um, but the main ones we'll get to know about are this is this three female officers, <laughs> and they bring in this guy. And again, well, you know, they we'll talk about how they bring him in. But um, they get their moment, and it's great. But one of them, the, 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 Jackie, ends up going undercover to get this guy who is a um, weapons, not weapons, sorry, like a explosives. Is so illegally selling explosives. Yeah,
1: and, yeah, I, I think he works in like demolition or building or something yeah, like that and he's been he's selling shit. off
0: bits and pieces so you get jackie chan goes to a restaurant in a really dodgy fake mustache um
1: it's great but i and, like the messiness of it that he's drinking a pint and he's worried the whole time about
0: yeah the fact that yeah he keeps sort of straight in it straight it every time which is <laughs> it is kind of cool um it, it's kind of it, this is really sort of it's the, there's like an intricacies of the plot because it does kind of get This Mm -hmm. is where it's not just fighty fighty. He, you know, he confronts the guy and his girlfriend, and he says, "Oh yeah, I can, I can get you in contact." And he doesn't believe he's straight up, so he literally calls CID on Jackie, which is, you know, they're like a a part of the police department. And Jackie has to beat them up, (laughs) without sort of doing any real damage, um, get away and then track this this guy down again. Um, but again, a neat, a nice, neat little fight scene in a Mm -hmm. restaurant. The, with the guns. I like, you know, he gets the guns and he sort of does his bit. And then he tracks them down. Then this bit is where I'm, there was a little bit of, oh. So he tracks the guy back to his apartment. He's, and this guy's come back with his girlfriend. And there's like a, a punch gag where he punches mm-hmm. the guy, slaps the woman, punch the guy, slap the woman. And they go for a third time and she just goes, whoa. And sort of he stops. Um, And I'm not sure how I feel about that.
1: I know, yeah, I completely agree with you. I, but I think that is although we're we're celebrating it for its agency and if it's stronger female characters, I think that is something that's still there, this sense of
0: mm.
1: there's, there's there is still this patriarchal want of a better word, there probably is a better word, but this sense of like I'm the man and you're the woman. Oh it's
0: machismo. This film is, is yeah. this,
1: this film, despite and it is called out it? at times, which I think is yeah. really interesting. Like Bill's called out, actually Jackie's called out as well. Mm. For by the by the by the team that he joins, the sense of like you know you doing it doing it in this one way and there's different ways to, to do things and that's why we're a team and we work better. But there's underlying there's still that kind of I guess pervading sense of yeah machismo, mm. mas- masculine ownership of power I think is still there somewhere. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean as you say like you know like you said before like he has a vulnerability but at the end of the day Jackie's got to be the one man. Army that goes on the rampage against uh, against the uh the mm. the baddest. That sort of you know that's what you want. You know, whilst you and I are saying we want that team spin off, which we I'd love to have seen. This isn't that, and this is the Jackie Chan film. So you know, despite introducing them, it's still going to be Jackie Chan taking on multiple people at the end. That's still going to be mm-hmm. the way it ends. Um. But he figures this guy out, brings him in so they can interrogate him. And we do get a hell of a fun interrogation scene um, where he's sat there and you have these these three very attractive um, Chinese women sort of saying, you know, do you want a cigarette? Can we get you a drink? Can we do anything else? <laughs> it's like and a
1: seduction to begin with, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So he gets a bit sort of relaxed. He's like, oh, can I, can, I can handle this. This is all right. This is. And then all of a sudden, like, they flip it up and – <laughs> Just give him a rinsing, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's again, it's a really well done scene. Um, and it was this point where I was like, like, I was kind of it's it's after this scene, I'm kind of disappointed that they sort of leave the film, a bit.
1: Yeah, I really like this stretch, and we spoke about police about had like, like kind of at times had like that seventies vibe, particularly yeah. the opening, and it kind of comes back here, I think, mm. with this interrogation scene, and then from this they they get that they learn the the uh the character the the person who sold the bomb stuff to is called polar bear yeah uh, and what his location is and then we get this whole quite a long five ten minute sequence of the team all working together to Mm. tail him and they have to you know when they when they they these taxis and bikes and They were in the subway at one point. And I love that scene on the subway where they're all kind of surrounding him and some get on the train and some don't. So he doesn't realize he's being tailed. And then some stay on the train and some get off. And it's a really clever scene. It's like a Mission Impossible. And I mean, it's like the 60s TV show Mission Impossible sequence.
0: Yeah.
1: It's great. I really love this segment of the movie. So I agree with you, although we know it's going to end up with the last 20 minutes of Jackie storming the compound and taking Mm on everyone and winning. I think maybe this is why I prefer this to the first one because I, f- I find this section really elevates everything.
0: No, I agree. I almost feel like th- th- it's it's kind of disappointing that it gets introduced and then they never contribute to the finale mm. mm-hmm. in in any 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 real way. And I think I, d- I do get kind of like. Um, um, <sighs> I don't know. They get, they get, they It's like introducing like really cool characters, isn't it? You get teased with them, and then it's like, okay, well, we're going to leave them there. You're like, oh man, that's that's mm. the disappointment of it. But it's that's not said. I still want to see Jackie Chan do his thing, but um, but yeah, they tell this guy, and then is is this the mute, isn't it? They're the guy who's deaf and dumb and and, and stuff, and yes, he's, <laughs> Again... he's, like the
1: bo- he's the bomb. He's the maker, isn't he? Yes. Um, he's been putting them in like little remote control cars. He's got all these different kind of. It's interesting seeing when they meet him, because they're in this like abandoned warehouse, aren't they? And they wait for mm. Polar Bear to leave, and then Jackie and I think one of the guys from the first movie, they they go in, and um, they come across him. And I, I couldn't quite tell as viewers whether we were supposed to know straight away, because you do know, but maybe that's because we've watched many of these movies, but you kind yeah. of know straight away, don't trust this guy, he's clearly in on it, but he's playing it off as if he's just a guy, a homeless guy that's living in the... Mm in the warehouse. And it, even at that point, I wasn't sure if he was truly deaf or mute or anything like that. So it's a really interesting scene. Obviously it becomes much more problematic later <laughs> on in the movie as we see more of this character.
0: Yeah. I I, I thought originally, you know, cause again, I'd forgotten quite a bit of this ending. I thought this was leading to a gag mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where he was going to pretend to be sort of like deaf and mute. And then all of a sudden, like you know, he thinks they've gone, and he's gone like it'll be like, oh, you know, glad I got out of that one. And they're like, ha ha, that that mm. was I was like, I was almost expecting that, and then it doesn't, and you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> they go, they're taking it forward, like you know, um, which is fine, but like you say, it sort of leads to some. Uh, we'll we'll talk about the ending later in in, in a short while. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Yes, it sort of, you know, they have this confrontation with him. It's sort of they think they've got information, but they can't, so they, they sort of leave him, leave him there.
1: They do that classic thing where, like, oh no, one of them, oh no, he's deaf, so they start shouting at him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's really not going to help. Yeah, <laughs> it's no yeah. difference. But um, again, again it's kind of it, it could be uncomfortable, but I think at that point, it's it it's no, it's a knowing joke
0: um well it makes them look silly that thing is it's it not, does yeah. it is the thing where at this point the joke is on jackie and his partner that's yeah, that's, that's where special. the joke lies just about mm-hmm. <laughs> uh it'll shift later but um yeah it's fine and then you know they obviously um that's it then i think they sort of you know he proves,
1: he, they they have a fight don't they? and then he proved themselves to be a badass, basically.
0: He's oh, that's right. Yeah, he's really kind of like and... yeah, he's pretty nimble and sort of you know mm. and a lot and um. So he does. It's sort of it's interesting how, again, the the joke's not on him at this point. Like they've shown him to be, um, a good yeah a good fighter. He's able to handle mm-hmm. himself. Um, cause I'm trying to remember what this leads to now because it leads to, um.
1: So because they've sort of blown blown it at that point haven't they because he escaped yeah. so then they know they can not like this stakeout is not going to help anymore and then because of that the the rest of the bomb making team bomb making team realized the guy must have given them up so they capture the the dynamite selling guy don't they yes and send him in to the police station
0: with a bomb in a briefcase yeah. Whilst um...
1: also sending the the bomb to the office because the deadline for the next money payment's coming up
0: this and this is it this i forgot about, it. I forgot about it. this is you're right because of this it's is like the next this,
1: day noon the next day or something
0: yeah but this is where this film's odd and you know this is the thing we've said about how well the comedy is in this and how it's sort of working and then it sort of flicks to these things like you say where it's like a 70s you know crime drama or, or even like, like a more action film these two bombs going off hmm I don't know how they did it, right? Because there's some good editing going on, especially for the one in the police station. Like You see the guy carrying it on. Mm. It, it looks like you see part of an explosion and then it cuts to the outside. So it looks like it, that, that bomb in the briefcase went off in some capacity for them to film some of it. That's one. The one in the office, you see, like, a, you hear a, cause a woman receives a, bu- a bouquet of flowers, doesn't she? Mm. You hear it go off and then you just see this woman sort of hit the wall and collapse, and I was a bit like, oh my God, like the, "Yeah." this is not the tone of someone having like, you know, water poured on their head by accident or like, no, that's true. like the jokey tone sort of disappears. And, there's, you know, it's kind of like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's sort of, I don't mind the tonal shift because mm. it, it sort of sticks around a little bit
1: mm. as well. I don't, yeah. I don't think the, I don't think there's really anything of that jokiness from this point Forwards, no, not deliberately, anyway. No, there's moments (laughs) which are uncomfortably kind of laughing at it in an uncomfortable way, as we'll get to, and also like to do with this. I had to write this dialogue down because I I paused the movie and I had to rewind it and watch it again because I was like, Did I miss something? Because you're right, this um this receptionist Mm. gets blown up, yeah, yeah. she's opening the mail and, and it's either in the flowers or in. In a parcel, in a parcel or something. Up. And in the next scene, we go back to this the the unit. They're all talking, and Jackie's getting bollocked because they didn't manage to stop the bomb. Mm. And one of the one of the unit coming in, and they're like, Miss Wong's lost an arm,
0: which <laughs> well, I assume is the reception. The receptionist, and, yeah, like, yeah. and
1: everyone's like, Oh my god, this is terrible! Like, of course they are. At the at the same time, obviously, we've had this big bomb go off in the police station. I guess nobody really got. Injured, well, no, i don't saying that, you, there's, a,
0: there's a cop, there's a police officer at the reception desk.
1: Mm, good point, yeah. No, I don't remember that that ever coming up. No. But what I thought was hilarious, almost like Miss Morgan lost an arm, and then that's the end of that scene, cut, like, oh, this is terrible news. Obviously it is. And then in the next scene, the same actress delivering a line says, the doctor said her arm will recover. Sorry?
0: Yeah. yeah. Really? <laughs> is she a lizard? Yeah. It's growing, it's growing I, back. <laughs> Miss uh, yeah, Miss Gecko is gr- is doing very well. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So um there's some unintentional <laughs> comedy, unfortunately. Yeah.
0: That someone's not caught that one. That's that's <laughs> that's quite good.
1: But like I said, I was like, what? So I literally stopped the movie. I've got to rewind this. Have I missed something here? But no, 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 that's definitely what I said.
0: Yeah. Um but th- th- you're right, this is where this film sort of switches up. But the comedy is sort of gone, and we're switching up to a scene. And um, they're obviously are going to take it serious now. the The bombers mm. are like, they've made their extortion claims. They they want the money, and in order to get it, they're going to sort of put um, put a plan together. And they kidnap uh, May.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: But May thinks, sorry, Jack Jackie thinks that the, that May has been kidnapped by Mister Chew, the villain from the first film, and so he tracks him down and breaks into his. Um, his house and there's you know some usual stuff of some gymnastics and some sort of like parkour style things and a couple of mm. fights, but what we find out is that he is he's on death's door and he's in a in a medical bed and there's there's basically like three groups of people around him asking for money. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's clearly like a lawyer. There's the 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 you you have talked about, and then the nurse is a lot. Like, you know, no, he doesn't die until he's paid us. Um. And so I kind of like all that. I think that's again, it's one of those sort of weirdly off kilter and kind of uncomfortable jokes, Mm. but it's still funny to me when they're all like, "Oh no, no, no! We're going to protect him, but because he owes us money."
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I think it becomes
1: important later on. Mm. I think I think there is that way that that can be can be taken the wrong way that scene, but um, later when Jackie gives his big speech. I think it ties into this scene quite nicely. Mm. So we had the big speech in Police Story 1, didn't we, about like, we have mothers too and we matter and we're although we're police, we're not, you know, we're still human beings. And there's a big speech here later on about like crime doesn't pay and the life of crime is terrible and you shouldn't get involved in this and um, you're harming other people. Money isn't the most important thing. And that's his big speech in this one, which kind of makes sense that we've had this scene of like this guy who was, at the top of the game, but he still, you know, he still died of an illness, and he couldn't do anything about that. And when he died, nobody really cared about him. They just just the money he money. was there for.
0: Yeah, 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 that's a really good point. I like that. I made that connection. That that, that really does work, and it pays off. You know, they, I like the, they're putting a bit of a bow on on mm. the subplot as well that they started with the first film, and they're following that through because he was ill. Um, but they figured out that yeah, he's not. It wasn't Mr. Chew that that kidnapped May, and so um. Jackie is going to go and find. Because he now knows it's the it's the um, the bombers, um, and he tracks them down. And... He gets,
1: he, I think he gets picked. Does he get
0: picked up? Oh, he does, doesn't he? Right, yes, because he gets he's tied up, isn't he? So he, they yeah, like he gets... tell
1: they tell him. Like we've got May, and they they mm. kind of pick him up and bring him. But you've got yeah. to come alone, yeah.
0: And he, yeah, this so this is again where like. The... <laughs> Even the slight comedy of the sort of thing with Mr. Chu is gone. So you go to the next scene, and it goes to an interrogation scene. Jackie is tied up in like a, a you know, two two bits of wood really that sort of can mm. be winched up, and they're saying to him like, you know, this is what's going to happen. Like we've got May. This is what's going to happen. Um, you're going to get the money for us, and you're going to return it. And you know, if you don't, we're going to basically start cutting bits off May for all purposes.
1: Yeah, they evidence like all the different types of bombs they've got, don't they? Yeah, they've, the ones with a, the
0: remote, remote control
1: car. Yeah, because they drive it towards his groin, don't they? They lower him down and drive a, a car towards his groin. yeah. I've
0: just remembered something I want to check whilst we're talking. Mm. Um, yeah, and because they, they, they drive it into... Well, before they, they drive one into a sofa, don't they, to show that the sofa would blow up and then they threaten to do it in him. Um,
1: and that, and, and this is what will be happening to May if you don't do what, what we ask you to do, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. So, there you go. So, yes, and then it leads to a scene that I was kind of like at first. I was like, I'm not sure how this will play out. Um. But it it sort of there's a Jackie keeps saying no, not going to do it. You can't, you know, you can't make us. But you know, the strong, tough guy. And then they get a whole load of. Basically, firecrackers or like mm. little little cherry bomb things.
1: I know I mean. I can't think of what they're called. Like they're little like white parcels, aren't they? You get them from like fairs and stuff nowadays, don't you? Like yeah, you throw them before that go like, pop. But they're big versions of them, aren't they?
0: Yes. Um. And so yeah, it's it's that sort of yeah. But they usually they usually the ones we get are a lot smaller. And yeah, they, they get like uh, pop. That's about yeah. it. Yeah. These these are clearly these are clearly a little bigger. Um and um they start throwing them at Jackie Chan.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're sort uh, of dumpling sized, I say, aren't they?
0: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Mm. And and they are kind of big. Right, same year. Sorry, so the other thing I want to check is, and it's, mm. it's it's the same year, is the film um there's a dirty Harry film. It's the last of the Dirty Harry films, actually. It's um The Deadpool. And in in that it includes um a remote control car with a bomb attached to it. Mm, interesting. So I just thought oh that's interesting. Same year same year. So that's just really you know remote control cars uh were big in 1988. <laughs> yeah, obviously. We'll um but this scene where he's getting the things thrown at him like at first I was like oh this feels like it's going to be a special effect or it's going to be mm. you know like it it's, I was watching it going like okay they're not really throwing this stuff at him. Move to the credits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no these are explosives and they are throwing them at Jackie Chan and at one point he gets one straight in the face mm. and so this is one of those things where you go this felt a little unnecessary <laughs> you didn't I didn't need this level of authenticity um for um for this so
1: yeah there's like two main things in them credits for this movie I think it's Jackie Chan on fire yeah. And it's people with head injuries. Yes. Like, that's kind of the whole end credits is about for these two things. Lots of blood from head injuries and Jackie Chan fight consistently.
0: Yeah, that's, that seems to be the, the two big bits. Yeah. Um. But it was noted because then, because when you realize that they are clearly doing something, they then turn and throw them at uh, May. So Maggie mm. Chung gets a bunch of these thrown at her as well. So again, fair play to her. She takes some hits in this. She takes some real hits and so we'll get to the end and she takes a, yeah. she takes a legit hits. Um, so he agrees to do it and they put a bomb vest on him. Um and um he, he goes off to get to get the money and this other stuff and then we get quite a cool scene with the car and and then Jackie tries oh, yeah. sort of like um,
1: another almost kind of like procedural scene Another the 70s kind of I love it. So he, yeah. he he goes and gets the money doesn't he but uh, and like telling the police to all go away and then drives off in the car but he manages to get a couple of tools on the way. Mm. Um and then he parks the car on a tunnel, doesn't he? To so because
0: so, they can't, they can't. They say they say that when he's underground, they can't follow. They've got like a tracker on him and stuff. Yeah, and they lose him because he's in the tunnel. And I so like the this. signal
1: won't connect to the bomb vest. Yes, so he starts pulling out wires from the car and like um, like trimming the, the the casing off the the wiring and rewiring, and then yeah, breaking the the lock at the top. It's a brilliant scene, and again, it's really so tense on for quite a while. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, well, people run up to him because he basically pulls into the yeah. tunnel, doesn't he? And people are like, you're blocking the tunnel. He's like, back off. We've got a bomb vest on. Um, it's
1: like technical. And there's like thought to it. And yeah. as you said, tension. And yeah, it's really interesting.
0: Yeah, especially the bit like, it's funny because it has a moment where um, he has like some uh, some pliers or some clippers. And he's got this metal like mm. collar on it, hasn't he? He's got a cut through. Oh, it, I know the shot, yeah. Yeah, it kind of has like it has a really out of nowhere, like it has this weird shot of his like his arm.
1: His riffling <laughs> his, biceps. Just yeah.
0: rippling arm. And you know, I'm like, it's <laughs> kind of weird. This this is not that film. This is not Commando or like yeah. Rocky Four. This is a very different film. Yes, you are ripped. We know that, Jackie. That's fine. But um but I like it as well, because it's sort of um it, again, it has that tension. He gets everyone mm-hmm. out of the way and then leaves it in the tunnel.
1: Okay, I was going to say, like, as all these things do end, just runs off and leaves that bomb in the yeah. tunnel. That's all those members of <laughs> public around.
0: All yeah, right. but he's still got the. Bla- he's got these like black dots all over him where he's had the things thrown at him. Mm. And I was part gonna like, is that is that makeup or are those like legit wounds that he's now got? That he's, probably. You know, gonna, like, <laughs> yeah, we're probably. Keeping, yeah, we're probably keeping for continuity. Um. So yeah. You know, he he sort of escapes that, and the the, the bomb goes off in the, in the tunnel, doesn't it? No, um, I don't think so. No, I think he, just no, off just...
1: He, he just leaves it there. I think he like calls out, like, "They you know, call the police, there's a bomb," and, and he does the classic Jackie Chan running Sprint. away. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and that's it then. Like he's yeah, he, he, he sort of like we're we're building then really to the end now. He's going to save May.
1: Yeah. Now um, now we're into that like kind of classic.
0: Yes. Like that That one man. This is the one man I'm going
1: to yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. A, a bunch of bad guys that I've got to defeat. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and we get some great chases mm. um, that include um, this is where, yeah, this is because he basically knows he's got to get to one of the guys because he knows he's got to get to the rest of us so he can get to May. In yeah, time so he goes back sober. to where he knows they were. Like, yeah, the same and there's house no one they're there.
1: keeping at. And he does this really cool stunt where he jumps on a bus and then jumps on a lorry and jumps on a rooftop, yeah, and I through, think... a,
0: through a glass pane.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then that's where he finds out from one guy, doesn't he, that they've gone to the,
0: they're, they're somewhere else,
1: the, the fireworks factory, as it turns out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, a great scene. You know, mm. there's a great scene where he's on top of the bus, um, and we get to the gymnastics where there's like a set of flags, and he like jumps under one, goes under the other, and then that sort of thing. So yeah, you know, um, I'm waiting for every film now needs a bus stunned that's <laughs> yeah, it true. No. yeah um so yeah no it's 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 a great sort of especially when he runs and like just hurls himself with that pane of glass i think i side. read
1: he he mistimed it and went through the wrong so he went through the glass not the sugar but, glass right so he hit the wrong pain i think
0: <laughs> yeah because in the um in the end credits you see him and there's, like, there's, there's a bit where he is looking like absolutely dazed um mm. It reminded me of, and again, I, I, this is a strange tangent. There's a, um, i you know, I'm a wrestling fan, um, mm. and there was a, I don't, know, I don't know your history with the old school sort of WWF WWE. There was a, it's 1999 King of the Ring or around that, maybe 19, maybe 2000. Um, and there was a match. It was a sort of a, a no holds bars match between Kurt Angle and Shane McMahon. Okay, I know the names. And there's a sit. So Kurt Angle, known for suplexes. And he's basically him and Shane McMahon fight up the ramp, fight to the platform, you know the big entrance, and there's these glass panes, and on each plane is like the symbol, the the big thing that says King of the Ring, that sort of thing, and he grabs he, he grabs Shane McMahon and German suplexes him, and he's supposed to go through this pane of glass, and Kurt Angle slightly concussed from another move that hasn't gone particularly well, but anyway, Shane doesn't go through the glass. <laughs> So he tries it suplexes him again doesn't happen so kurt angle just picks him to his feet and lamps him through it head first, oh. <laughs> and then later on it turned out exactly say they were using the wrong glass ah. um so we went through <laughs> we went through like a legit pane of glass so it, it, knowing that i was like man like you know lesson always remember which pane of glass you're supposed <laughs> to go through like that seems to be a rule of thumb um but yes, he he you the, he gets this guy. Doesn't they jump in their red car, which is he, he's known to be in, and he basically he has his gun on him and threatens him, and they go to the firework factory. Um, and then that's it. Really, it becomes just like a massive sort of like multi-level mm. chase throughout. Um, to, to to sort of like to get those and and um, to get May. And this is almost hard to describe because it just goes from like stunt to stunt to, um, you know, thing like say using different bits and pieces. There are some uncomfortable bits. What I would say is, when I was watching this the other night, um, i had been i been watching it and Alex, um, was in the other room just doing some of the bits and pieces, and she came in, and she wasn't intending to stay, and she's not a big fan of like action mm. films and stuff. But you know when Jackie has the fight and then jumps onto the chain to sort of like to climb up? Yeah. She sort of stopped and she was like, What did he just do? <laughs> and I was like, Oh, he did this. Let's do it. I'll quickly show it again. And then that was it. She sort of sat for the finale. And then she was like, This is insane. Like, you know, is this all stunts? And I was like, then she, I think she said, Is this, like, you know, oh, is that, that can't be real? And I was like, Oh, no, no. no. Yeah. Wait. And I said to her, Wait for the credits and then, <laughs> and then you'll see. Um, what are your thoughts on this fight, on the this end sort of
1: melee? I think it's brilliant. It's epic, isn't mm. it? I think, I like what you said there, like it's multi-leveled. But yeah. I mean, that's like literal, like it's up and down and, and and constantly changing. Like there's one stunt where Jackie gets kicked and he falls down like a chimney or like a chute. And again, a bit like the one we spoke about in Police Story, you can he's like bouncing off and lands awkwardly at the end yeah. and... Yeah, I think um it's bruising, but actually, you know, he gets his revenge, he kicks both uh he doesn't kick, not the deaf-mute guy, but the other two guys both get kicked out of windows to have their yeah. own pretty hardcore falls. Um, um, yeah, I think the inventiveness, the risk they take, and it's constantly reinventing itself. So each fight is different, because each yeah. guy has different skill sets. And I, I, the raid is a great shout, I think. It, it's almost like leveling up each time mm. the first guy kind of disposes with fairly easily then polar bear is another challenge and then the the final guy's like kind of the, the deaf mute guy isn't it with his
0: yeah
1: his Ab- abba saying or whatever it is that is that's that's the uncomfortable part when he's vocalizing in the way yeah. that he can he sounds a bit like gizmo or something doesn't he from Gremlins. yeah
0: yeah we'll get to that in a second because i do yeah that's where it sort of it gets a bit Uncomfortable,
1: but he's very like the actor, the performer mm-hmm. is
0: Immense. not,
1: yeah. He's skilled, he's fast paced, he, he's the hardest guy to defeat.
0: It's yeah. just
1: unfortunately, they've given him this character trait, which,
0: yes, D- doesn't quite age or mm-hmm. translate well. Um, no, but you're right about the fights, and you're right about this sort of the, the fact that they've it feels like, um, again, I as I watch these, I think about you know, I'm watching you know, usual Hollywood action films on the side and all this other stuff. And the thing I, you know, you mentioned before with um, first film and you mentioned about sort of like what what, um, Tom Cruise and and Chris McQuarrie do with some of their stuff. They'll go somewhere and go, all right, what can we do? This is the stuff Mm. we want to do. How are we going to do this and how do we integrate it? Like you kind of feel there's an element of that with this. Instead of sort of, you know, you watch The Fast and the Furious or something on those lines. Whilst they're big and they're epic and, you know, whatever – they're so impeded by whatever the production is setting because it's got to hit certain things for the computer animated effects to go in and all that kind of stuff. Like, that, you you know, although they're mostly entertaining, there isn't that lack, there isn't that inventiveness in mm. the fights and stuff that you have with this, where you feel like Jackie turned up with his stunt crew and these other guys and was like, what have we got? Right, we've got to <laughs> shoot, we've got. We've got this. We've got these metal frames. uh, We've got this other, you know, we've got this, this. They've literally walked around this and then choreographed it using the place and gone, right, we're not setting up the place to fit the fight. We're going to oh. fit the fight to set the place. Oh, now, yes. I'm sure those am sure. On, that, yeah. Yeah. And they're pretty, they're, you know, when it, there's, there's metal frames that go da and fall over, like the domino effect. All right, they've set that up. But for the vast majority, mm-hmm. they've gone right, how strong is that chain dangling from the ceiling? <laughs> Give it a really good pull. Yeah, that sounds that feels pretty solid. Right, we're using that. that that's how this feels. And I love that. Mm. That it feels sort of that, um, you know, uh, tangibly, you couldn't do this fight anywhere else.
1: No, I agree. And there's like, as we the said, there's risk involved, isn't there? And mm. it feels like Everything is organically happening in the moment. Nothing feels choreographed. Nothing feels set up. It, it, but of course, everything is. Yeah. yeah. But, but the way that they film it, the way that they perform it, the way that um, Jackie Chan like action choreographs, it, it, it all works together to just yeah. feel even like the it, editing, it, just the, edit- yeah, the editing, the constant flow, isn't there? And of course, as you said, everybody. I've always wanted to slide down a rubber chute. Yeah, it just looks cool right Yeah, these big construction ones which are these big tubes we see it in so many movies where people slide down these until you watch Police Story 2 and you (laughs) realise oh shit they they don't bother putting a crash mat at the bottom of that no because I don't think it's Maggie Chung at this point or maybe it is I don't know only because of what I read about how like she was out of action after the the stunt went wrong so whether it's this stunt was before that or whether now it's the actress which came in to replace her for the for the final scenes because she couldn't perform them but whoever it is, slides down the chute and thumps hits. really yeah. hard onto <laughs> the ground at the bottom.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, they bounce. Like, whoever it is, <laughs> whoever, whoever actress did it, like, she bounces. Like, she hits that that framework, and you do, like, you hear it and feel oh, it. Oh, yeah, definitely. But more than that, like you say, she, yeah, and fair play to them, like I say, all the stunts. But then it's followed by Jackie jumping down it, and and the guy then throws down like a suitcase, mm. like, a, like some explosives or, or a yeah. suitcase bomb. And it goes off just under Jackie Chan, and it eradicates the rubber like this plastic tubing. And then he has to swing into, um, like a hatch that's in the mm. side of the building. And again, I'm like, this could have gone so insanely wrong. <laughs> like, I'm I'm sure he's not on a rope inside that rubber tube. Like, I, I don't know that but i'm pretty much assuming that he's not on a rubber chute you know he's not mm-hmm. on a rope inside that that plastic bag basically yeah um and so yeah even that even though it's like seconds and it kind of sort of you know there's a sort of flippancy to it like it's almost throwaway is mm-hmm. isn't a moment when you're actually watching it and you're going that's insanely dangerous <laughs> It's that's the thing with these. With these, I think when Jackie Chan gets to a lot of his major stunts and his finales, it's like you realize everything he's doing is incredible. Like, there's no sort of you know, there's no harness that's been CGI'd out in this, but mm. even like there's a moment when he jumps over a banister and he ends up like he monkey bars up the underside of a set of stairs. Mm-hmm. And it looks cool, it looks fine, it looks you know, it's a but you know, it doesn't look down there. Could probably, there might, there probably are crash mats at the bottom, whatever, but still. The only thing that's keeping him on the bottom of those stairs is his hands.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, and even when there are stuff to fall on, like there's a brilliant shot. I think it's when he he fights Polar Bear and he yeah, gets him yeah, off yeah. the balcony. And there's a brilliant, like, shot looking down, like bird's eye. And you just watch this guy free fall all the way down. He lands on a bunch of very conveniently barrels. placed blue barrels. Yeah. But still, they dissipate quite quickly. Oh. They go <laughs> flying in every which way. And that guy still hits the floor. <laughs> yeah. And that is one held shot. So, yeah, you're right. Even when there is. Protective mats. Mm. I'm I'm not sure how much it does.
0: No, it it might break your fall, but like in the sense of like you know hitting three tables as you head to the floor is broken your fall. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's it's brilliant and it's it's brutal. Uh, and as you mm. say, the final fight then between um, Jackie and, and the sort of the deaf mute guy is good. Like the action mm. is good. The car, the the martial arts are so good, and it it reintroduces the the fireballs, the little sort of like crackers and this mm. thing where he makes, I'm not going to make the noise, but he does make this sort of excited, like you say, chimp animal esque kind of noise. Mm. And then when he's defeated on the floor and Jackie is then throwing the things back on him, he starts imitating him and doing it back. Yes. And I i was just like, Oh, Oh no, like you were doing so well. <laughs> yes. It, it, yeah. It's um, it made me. It made me. It's when I watch these films, especially from the eighties and early nineties. Obviously, you know, I was, I was born in nineteen eighty one, and so like I was like seven, eight when this film came out. I'd have been you know coming on seven really. So we were at an age where you would, and it's a time as well. Like I hope you know, kids don't do it now, or they may do, but at least you know it's way more frowned on of putting your tongue in front of your sort of in front of your lower teeth behind your lip and making certain sounds and then using, I'm not going to use the words or make the sound because I don't want to anymore, but it really made me think of that and being like, mm. yeah, ableism was a real problem in the, you know, in this era.
1: Yeah. I think it, it's a, it's misjudged, mm. certainly by today's standards I think I understand Jackie's
0: I understand the point motivation in what he's doing. What yeah, he's doing. Yeah, yeah. I don't
1: I don't think it is ableist and harmful. I think it's it's only direct to that one guy rather than a wider group yeah. of people. But you're right. You can't help but because, we, you know, we're, we're trying to watch these and we're trying to be more understanding. I'm, I'm desperately trying not to use that word. We're trying yeah. to be more understanding about the world and everyone's differences. And so I don't think it is ableist and... In that way, I think no. it's just directed at this one guy who's pissed me off. I think that's he, the point. He's, he's angry. Beating me in a fight. This guy beats him.
0: And he's, well, more than that, they've, he's slapped and thrown these things at May. So, yeah. like, Jackie's angry. So this yeah. is taunting more than yes. yeah. Mickey taking. Um, Doesn't
1: excuse it, but I, yeah. No, I no, think, no. I think we can talk about it as a decision within the movie that <laughs> yes. makes sense.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Um I think it was more a fact it sort of like to me, it sort of reminded me of that sort of thing when I was a kid and I was thinking back and going like, yeah, man, kids are mean, like kids are horrible, but, um, yeah. Um, but again, like you, you said about the fire and again, like, you know, Jackie gets set on fire. Um, this, this other actor gets set on fire repeatedly. Um, mm. and then he falls, he gets kicked and beaten and falls into a bunch of fireworks. And again, like we get, two sets of explosions at mm. this point you get like the internal explosion where like jackie's running across a gantry and there's sh- <laughs> this shot where jackie kind of looks over his shoulder and i'm i'm convinced that's not acting <laughs> Where like it goes off and he almost is like oh that was that was a lot closer than i thought it was going to be um and then he escapes and you have the whole firework factory just go off in one massive explosion and Jackie just running from it.
1: Yeah, he's um, like in silhouette at, and then he's yeah. in silhouette, isn't he? Like at the front of the with the building going up behind because it's night time by this point, isn't it, as well? So, yeah, the fireworks are going off. Yeah, it's brutal.
0: Yeah, and it looks great. It's a, it's a really good explosion.
1: There's money behind it, definitely. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, and that's it, really. That, that's sort of the end. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's one of those kind of like... It sort like... of
1: recalls the Dark Knight, actually. Now you've said that. That's really interesting. You know, when Heath Ledger... Joker mm. is walking away, and it, the, I think the timer of the of the bomb didn't go off when he expected. With the it hospital, to. yeah, yeah, they kind of that's kind of a latter day version that invokes that sense of they really have blown this place up. Yeah, but an actor's interaction with what's going on around them, being part acting, part truth. I think you're right; is definitely here in this scene.
0: And I, I do love that. Like, yeah, there's there's elements. I think that it happens throughout the scene because when you watch the credits, you realise like how dangerous these are. Mm. So there are moments when they're doing these stunts that you're like, you know, you're one, you're a couple of seconds of editing away from someone rubbing their head and blood being found at the back of it. Or yeah, something.
1: or the fire extinguisher's coming out to put them out because the clothes have caught from the, the sparks yeah. from these things. And yeah.
0: Yeah exactly like you never feel 100% like it's it's it never feels safe does it it never feels like they've gone No you
1: know, this is where, this is where Maggie Chung got really injured isn't it as you said with the falling frames Yes one actually hit her on the on head the back of it.
0: And it, Again hits a pretty hard like you mm. see it, it, it knocks her down and then you see the footage of them you know they get like a bandage on the back of her head and she's bleeding quite heavily in that so but again like you know Jackie does it I think he has a similar act. So not as bad but I think this as you said head injuries galore. Yeah. In the credits in this one. People going through glass windows, hitting their head, or uh being hit by something and, and debris or being set on fire, which is, yeah. is the other one. <laughs> um but yeah, one of the one of the things I I you know, we're gonna we'll come to it when we do the third one. Um but one of the things I thought was interesting is that the the first one was very much about well, the the consequence was, was like you know the first one is we've wrecked a shanty town. Like we drive mm. a car or two cars through a shanty town, and then we had a bus do like you know this thing on the sort of urban streets, and then at the end of it like we destroyed a shopping center with glass and motorbikes and and all this other stuff. And it's amazing. This one keeps all of that away. Mm. Like yes, you've got the riding on top of the bus and so but there's no one. They, you know, and we, yes, we have the shopping center blown up, but it's not Jackie's fault. Like this isn't demolition, man. This is this is yeah. Whenever every every time Jackie gets into something in this, like they have removed it from hmm. that element. Like this is an abandoned fireworks factory in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, you know what I mean they've sort of removed that human casualty element from hmm. it, so there's no longer a follow up to say. You know, you're a danger. You're a bloody danger. And he is, but
1: you know. Um Yeah, I hadn't uh, thought of that, but I think that's spot on. Yeah. Because the only one really is the restaurant fight back over an hour yeah. ago now, when he runs he runs across the road, doesn't he? Which again I, yeah. I love that scene because I can't quite work out whether that's choreographed
0: I don't think it is. Drivers
1: or a busy I, motorway.
0: I think that's some gorilla sort of film. Yeah, I wondered. Yeah, so it, that's it the only like one, it. really,
1: isn't it? With any kind of members of public around, that's really interesting. And yeah, so yeah, the even the playground it's, fight is
0: yeah, is, isolated. It's nighttime,
1: it's isolated, it's abandoned, isn't it? Yeah.
0: So I feel that you know, there's a, there's a, they're trying to do something there of, mm. you know, they've learned a lesson and they're like, okay, they're having that because even at the end of the, um, the restaurant fight when it's all wrecked, like Jackie sort of falls in his seat, doesn't he? He's like, oh, I've messed up on this one. Mm. So he recognizes it. So it's sort of it's they've managed to sort of, you know, remove him from those sort of uh, urban areas. So I think that's good. Cause if you had the same thing again, where you were like, you shouted him out and almost fired him for doing, you, know, you demoted him for doing that. And then he did exactly the same thing in a second film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you'd be like, Oh, we're going, you're going to be a motor, you know, motorbike cop again. Like I can't keep doing this cycle. Um, So. Yeah. But it, it, you know, it's it's sort of it's good. I think that that uh, what the other thing I note in the credits, the scenes apart from all the all the um, the injuries, there's a scene where and I think it's it must be the um, blowing up at the shopping centre. Mm-hmm. I think it's at night time, or it may be the the fireworks. I'm not sure, but there's like a, a scene where you got like you, you see all these cameras in a row. Oh
1: yes, yeah, yeah.
0: And they've got like thirty odd cameras in a row. But they're like oh no, when this happens, like we are filming it every which way <laughs> and we're going to make sure that we can cut to all these different angles and do all this stuff. um. And so, yeah, I'm like, you know, that's, again, whenever you watch some of the stuff you do, because it's, it's all real. Like there's no CGI. Mm-hmm. This is all blowing stuff up. You do kind of think, fair play. Yeah, i would do the same. I'd have 140 cameras <laughs> sat, like, recording <laughs> this stuff as well.
1: But by this point, I mean, as you said, you mentioned Armour of God and Police Story, Armour of God is when he cracks his open isn't he falling off the tree and yes he's famously he's still got the the hole in his head for the rest of his life and then yes obviously police story burning his hands and all those kind of so he knows there's real injuries a risk to life um in the in these movies project a when he falls off the roof and all that stuff so yeah, yeah he needs all those cameras capturing everything just not just, just in, in, case, in case yeah not, well sort of just in case i suppose as well as but we need to Need to make sure we really get this footage from every. We want we
0: want it from a good angle. I want a good shot. I'm not doing this again. Yeah, this isn't this isn't a one camera deal where we're going to go back and do it four (laughs) times. And I kind of respect that. You know, that's it's it's sensible (laughs) approaching it really. Um, But yeah, I think the thing is, the 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 one thing I'm always a little not disappointed with. I like I like a an action film denouement. I like Mm -hmm. the little resolutions. You know, sort of. You have all the action, and I think because Lethal Weapon do these for me do these perfectly. I think they they have that, those four films nail it. Oh, like now it's now I'm going to go and have
1: Christmas dinner with the Myrtles, or yeah, that. exactly. Okay.
0: That that sort of thing. I love that mm-hmm. sort of like you know, the first film, yeah, they you know, they've had the major, you know, Riggs has had the fight on the lawn and it's all gone, you know, whatever, but he's still going to turn up, yeah, on Thanksgiving or Christmas, and you know, um, Martin Riggs, also, yeah. Mertar, or you know, invite him in to sort of you know eat with the family, and so sort of, there's I forget what the second one is, and and the, but they they do that, don't they? They have I that mean, sort yeah. of like the, that, and I like that because it's sort of like I was, and I kind of miss that this doesn't have it, where it's sort of like you know Jackie and and May mm. with sitting down with her mom kind of thing, or just doing something to do, joke about it, or even him joining that police squad to be like good work guys, mm. or the chief inspector saying like you know welcome back like properly um it doesn't need it need it it's not you know it doesn't break anything, anything but I, I just i don't know i always kind of like those little like a, a, a little cherry on top if you mm. will um anyway what about any final thoughts what about any, any thoughts and really for for police story 2 the only thing i guess i would say is uh, you know we had that really interesting conversation
1: last time about where this fits with action movies of the time and I think, although I prefer it, I think overall comparatively mm-hmm. to the first one there are elements of western movie making bleeding in here, I think much more here than, the, the first one felt like a very Hong Kong Jackie movie, Yeah, perhaps to the point to its detriment where we criticise some of the humour and some of the, mm. the the choices he made, here you can start to see the world starting to, to cross over a little bit, perhaps the lethal weapons influencing this and the The Commandos and The Cobras and all those films that we've been talking about. And I also had a really interesting journey in that the first time I watched it as part of my Jackie Chanry a few weeks ago, I watched it in the subbed version. Mm. And then last night to prepare for tonight, as it was kind of a rewatch and it's quite recent, I thought, well, I watched the dubbed and I kind of have to kind of half pay attention then. Because I've watched it recently anyway, it's more just a refresher. Yeah, yeah. And it was really interesting because there are definite changes to
0: the dialogue. lines
1: of dialogue and, yeah. pres- and through that, presentation of character. Yes. So Jackie Chan comes across as a much more kind of Western tropey hero in the dub version than he does in the sub version, which is really interesting how just that one thing that you can change really alters how the, the characters can come across to you. It's quite quite an interesting experiment that I might well I think I might try and do that again for when we come to do this. It is interesting. Story three.
0: Yeah, I often do um, because of my the, the timing. I sort of had both. I think because I'm getting old, I watch. There's a lot of things I might watch <laughs> with subtitles on anyway. But I am um, because I, I do find that because um, there's been a couple of anime that I've watched as well. Where you've watched sort of like you know you'll watch the um, the western or you know audio track, mm. and then you'll go, oh, "I wonder what it's like with the with the original." Japanese audio track, and then you watch it with subtitles, and all of a sudden you're going, this scene plays very differently. You know, now I'm watching it with subtitles. because, Like you say, just slight word changes or inflections mm. in the performance, and you're like, oh, this is this is different. And so I, I, I appreciate what you're saying. Um, even sometimes the choice of the dubbed voice sort of yeah. affects it as well. This I don't find it so much with this. I think because I think they use the same person from Police Story* one and two. It seems mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe the same. But I'm fine with that. Maybe because I think they've got like an American accent or something. I don't know. Um, but to say, for example, *Armor of God*, which I mm. watched the same, We would, you know, maybe we'll get to one day. But that's dubbed by a bunch of English guys. <laughs> oh, is it okay?
1: I watched the so, sub version of that. Oh, I watched the
0: dub version because I was just again because I had it on just sort of like, whilst doing stuff. Mm. And it's really weird because there's scenes in that when it's like Jackie talking, but he's clearly got like a like a London accent, not quite strong cocky cockney, but like a London accent. I'm like, this is this is too <laughs> weird. I can't grasp this. So that's a really good point. Maybe something to sort of to really pick up on in the next one. I'm gonna try that. I'll watch it like with the dubbed and with the subs and see mm. how it changes the story. Um, yeah, and it's interesting because the next one actually has some some interesting bits in that we'll get to when we get to it but um where this sits because well, this is 88
1: mm-hmm.
0: we've already had like jackie's already gone to you know he's always said he's tried to do the uh he's american sort of um action film that didn't go down well the protector or something like that mm-hmm. um and so he's coming back and but i i i, I think the main thing with this is it's that it's not anti-Hollywood because you're right you can see some of the elements the the pacing maybe in the framing is definitely sort of Hollywood influenced
1: Mm.
0: however there is still that sort of Jackie Chan humor and sensibility Mm -hmm. in there but more than that as we've said it subverts every opportunity what you're expecting to see
1: Until the finale. Until the finale. But But it it
0: definitely sort of like, you know, we said like with the bombing of the shopping Mm centre and the Red Ball and even with the opening sequence where you're like, oh, we're going to get a JC in (laughs) here. And it doesn't happen. And you're like, oh, they're really blue balling you for as long as possible. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like a taunt, a little bit of a, you know, um, it's interesting, um, Mm. those kind of choices.
1: I guess a lot of sequels, you know, go bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas this one, arguably, doesn't it comes it comes smaller. It goes the other way, really. Other than the big explosion at the end, everything and the big fight at the end, everything else, you're right, is kind of scaled back. It's it's interesting.
0: But I think one of the points that you've made, which is which is to me, I think, is why I I think I prefer the first one because mm-hmm. of the spectacle. Like I will mm. always appreciate the 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 immense spectacle of that first film, but the film is about the spectacle. Mm-hmm. and I think that's you know as we said the story in that film is is almost irrelevant in many in, in vast parts of the film when you're just yeah. sort of like we're going to do this and you go why and it's like we don't know but it <laughs> looks cool and you go fair <laughs> enough Um, but with this like, they definitely have sort of they've really tried to make things have stakes and consequences and you know why things have got consequences like the bombers are going to actually bomb some people and the mm-hmm. sort of threat feels real and they're gonna, you know, they're gonna, th- they're gonna bomb a public space, and it's all this other stuff. That first one, I feel the plot's mostly incoherent. <laughs> I yeah. don't, re- I don't really know why the stakes are so big. Like it's about drugs and stuff, but like, you know, I never really feel like Mr. Chew is that much of a threat. You know, this one definitely sort of narrows down and focuses on the story, and as you said, the characters as well, so that the stakes feel a lot more. Um, you know just more not even higher, but they're just more like substantial like oh I yeah. get what this is about I know why we're having to stop these people you know it works better for that I think mm,
1: yeah I agree with all of that
0: wonderful yes one well, anyway, we are gonna keep going and um we've got Nexus is uh at least only three super mm-hmm. cup, which is an interesting one because um we've talked about female agency. And this one's going to introduce Michelle Yeoh. Hmm. And it's also going to try and not so much tackle, but it's going to sort of um, at least allude to <clears throat> the relationship between Hong Kong and China. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, yeah, we're going to have some interesting sort of, it. you know, my memory of it is, at least at the beginning of the film, there is actually some scenes where they, they really do try and lay out the difficult relationship between the two so should be interesting Um, Michelle Yeoh as we know is awesome and holds her own in many ways so um, yeah, yeah, it'd be good to see how that goes
1: yeah I think it's uh, it's a really solid trilogy thinking of these just as they I know it goes on that really does provide consistency of character Mm. and relationships and kind of Growth it, it in ways which makes sense that a lot a lot of other franchises I think fall foul of. I think where we go in the next one and the challenges he faces and the, and the fact that he has to team up with this female agent yeah. and how that ties in with his relationship with May and all it all makes sense. It's it's very well written. It's very well constructed. I think as a three piece.
0: It is, and you know, and uh, as you say, um we will then get to. <laughs> We'll get, to, you get super because Michelle Yeoh gets her we'll say we're going to cover Michelle Yeoh gets her uh, her own spin-off and as you say one of the things with it is um there is a fourth one it comes later um it's called first strike it's considered the sort of the it's considered the fourth entry in the police story but the, the, what you've just said there about there being a trilogy
1: mm.
0: is interesting because when I think we get to first strike I I'll be interested to see how you feel. Is that a true continuation? Is that Lethal Weapon 4? Or is it actually <laughs> they were just like, actually, this is <laughs> this is a Jackie Chan story where we still called Jackie and we've got some of the same actors and that's about it.
1: I think I've seen First Strike. Yeah. But I don't think when I watched it, I was at all aware it was linked to Police Story. Yeah. So what you've just said makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. But, You know, I think it's, you know, back when you were, you know, oh, Jackie Chan, and now I'm going to investigate lots of different movies. And I'm pretty sure I watched it without, you know, until having to research for this probably and putting together what the films are we're going to do and what is classed as the the original series. I don't think my brain would have ever necessarily connected those two dots.
0: No. It really, yeah, it's an odd one. We'll talk about it because I think um, I've seen it. It's been about years or so since I've seen it. But watching these, and we've talked about tone, and especially we've mm. talked about sort of the American influence. But also, we keep talking about the '70s influence. I don't think we'll be saying that when we get <laughs> to <the> first strike. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I think we'll, we shall we shall wrap it up there. So we are we're two for two. We're two, and uh, yeah, Super Cop on their way. Mm. Um, but Jack, where can people find you, and what are you up to?
1: They can find me still on
0: X. However long
1: that that still it seems to be but yeah. I'm only really dipping and out now, as most people do. Um I did recently just upload all my podcasts. So back to the filmography. I followed Spider-Dan's advice, as I often try to do, and I put them all onto mm. YouTube. So we'll see what dif- it what and what difference that makes. I don't know why somebody would go to YouTube to watch a static image along with people talking, but it appears lots of people do. So you can now find me on YouTube alongside um all the who can account? places
0: that's it. who can account for gen z in their strange <laughs> that's what it was. Yes, yes but yes it's cool
1: so yeah so that's the new platform I'm on and um, then the statham franchise not franchise the statham filmography watch continues get into that back end now that that kind of mm. third act for him as he enters the fast and furious world and he suddenly goes stratospheric so i've got spy coming up and then we hit the fast and furious yes era
0: yeah, it'll be interesting because you're gonna get to obviously I'm coming back for Wrath of Man uh later in the year. And is it Wrath of Man? Uh yeah. yeah. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that black cook on my face is my brain desperately trying to work out who's where
0: and what yeah, sure I got yeah. Wrath of Man, yeah but of course, like you know, you say about him reaching the strap the um, oh, nice. I know, yeah, yeah. Uh Beekeeper has obviously done incredibly well. Yeah. Um and so yeah. You know, I think he's gonna. You know, <laughs> I don't think there's an end in sight for. um no, back to it's filmography at this point.
1: It's interesting. I wonder if he'll like just naturally transition into like the Liam Neeson Jerry Actioners. Like, oh, he's, I he's think doing so. it the whole time anyway, but yeah. he'll just sort of age into being classed as one of those people as well who will like never go away. Maybe.
0: The, 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 uh, this is for a different. This is a whole different thing. But the, the thing I'm waiting for is like um, the the old man uh transporter
1: sure yeah yeah
0: you know bring that back and what's he called in that um frank martin frank martin thank you yeah yeah like an, a more older grizzled frank coming yeah. back to this one. i'd nice. love that i would absolutely bring back you know uh basson to do it the whole works and uh go full out i think i'd be amazing mm. but we shall see anyway yes but yes yeah, yeah do check out all those places and um because back to filmography is great it's uh all the different guests, all the different stathams. It's um, as an action fan, it's it's a joy. It really is. <laughs> um, I ain't gonna lie. I haven't watched. I want watch the films alongside. it Always, I think I've watched most of them. So it's sort of uh, exactly. Yeah. You, don't, you don't need to deep dive into all the films, but you, you know you get enough, and it's 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 well worth doing. So go check it out. Uh, but yes, we will be continuing our Jackie Chan uh, mm. police story. Uh retrospective. More than that, we've got some other things coming up. Um, we are gonna be reaching we're reaching the end of the story time project for me and Tony. Um The Thing is next, um, which is gonna be a bit of a film heavy thing. We are doing the original story. Um we're then gonna be doing the thing from that space, the original 50s one. We're doing the thing, and we're gonna be doing mm. The Thing 2011, because apparently (laughs) Tony hates me and wants me to watch it again. So we'll, you know, we'll give it some airtime. And then beyond that, I'm starting a Then and Again uh, with Mike. We're coming back to do June, ready for June Part 2 to come out. So we're going to be doing the David Lynch and the Denis Villeneuve uh, June Part 1 soon. So we've got some exciting films and exciting bits and pieces coming up. Um, I can also be found on all the social medias under 20th Century Geeks. So come find us and engage and have a chat. What are your thoughts on the on the Jackie Chan films? Is this the best uh, film series he's done? There are other ones, you know, there's, there is obviously there's three films to the um, uh, Asian Hawk, uh, cond, uh, you know, uh, Armor of God series. There's a couple of those Rush Hour and uh, the Knights as well. When he goes, when he sort of did those, we maybe one day we'll pick up those as well. <laughs> uh, but for now, Jack, thank you very much. Uh, for jumping on and talking this, far. it's been great fun. Thanks for having me. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much, and we shall see you on the next episode. <laughs>